Shut up, I love it. merger in the uh the with the podcast could be a good thing fuck off <laughs> shut up i love it i am joe cabello and this is fuck a fuck off i love it today indeed oh and i'm J- like i'm the co-host i'm supposed to intro oh yeah this myself is crazy you know what like to i've me, never been like, in this like position before it seemed all normal and this is going to be a big surprise that's now not a surprise but yes we have a, a co we have a new chewbacca a guest co-host. <laughs> yeah, we have Jay Hunter here. Who's normally the Chewbacca? Well, I would actually say I'm usually more of the Chewbacca, <laughs> but if I'm so not the Chewbacca, you're the Chewbacca. So there's two Chewbaccas flying the the Falcon tonight. I like that. I mean, it might yeah. it might be better than we've ever done before. You I've know? always said that Star Wars would be much more interesting with two Chewbaccas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like one with green hair and one regular style so you can tell them apart. And Something like or maybe a eye mask like the Ninja Turtles. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Just like 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 color-coordinated bandolier of like uh what is he he has like little bombs in his bandolier. They're bullets, laser cartridges. But we're not here to talk about <laughs> the uh intricacies of Star Wars and our qualms with it. We have a special guest here today. Very special, very very special guest. Uh you know her, you love her. She's been taken off her jacket. Sasha Filer. Hello. Nice to be here in the guest seat. In nice to observe seat. you. Yeah, from the hot seat. How are we doing? Is it a lot better now? Like, like is the show being run like more efficiently now? We screwed up. I'll say that already. <laughs> we, we didn't even explain what the show is, which I no. do think is important. What is the show? The show is Shut Up, I Love It, where we bring on a special guest to talk about something they love that is either unknown, misunderstood, hated, reviled, or that they just want to talk about. They do. And I am here to talk about something that we haven't done before because it's a character from a TV show. And I'm here to say that I fucking shut up. Love Candle Roy from Succession. All right. Succession, the HBO, newest HBO darling everybody's darling i mean i started typing in new yorker today and the first thing came up new yorker jeremy strong so people are obsessed it's also probably because your iphone's spying on you and is like you know like 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 listening to every single thing you're saying and probably listening to all your thoughts and so it's like oh she's she wants to look at that new yorker uh, jeremy strong thing that that she's been talking about all day and and jeremy strong being the character who plays kendall roy for those who aren't yeah uh, or yes (laughs) he's the (laughs) character who plays the actor kendall roy no he is the actor who plays the character Kendall Roy in Succession. But I'm not yeah. here to talk about Jeremy Strong. I, I want to make it very clear that this is not a podcast defending Jeremy Strong. That's not my job. That's what I'm here for. Especially I'm- in light of all the crimes he's committed recently. <laughs> We're not going to justify those. Yeah, they, yeah, you'll see yeah. when this podcast comes out, you know, mm-hmm. there's, you'll you'll mm-hmm. hear of it. But, um, and this is not to shut up, I love it, Succession. I think no, we'll- it doesn't need anybody's love. It already has yeah, everybody. Everybody already loves Succession. Yeah. No, specifically. It, it doesn't. It's TGI Friday viewing, <sighs> as far as I'm concerned. And But I think we won't be able to not talk about those two things. But still, Kendall Roy. Kendall Roy, specifically, the middle son of... Logan Roy. Logan Roy. And um, I just fucking love that guy. And I feel for him. And every time he's on the screen, I feel thoroughly connected to him. And I 
will defend him with my life. Yeah, I, I think that this podcast was born out of the other night we were at our friend Dave and Elizabeth's house. Uh, Elizabeth, famous for making the graphics of Shut friends Up, I Love show. It. Shout out. She, she's a capital F friends <laughs> of the show. Yes. <laughs> she's the fifth Beatle. Like, if you think mm-hmm. about it, she's been a part of every recording on this mm-hmm. podcast in some way or shape or another. But uh, but we were at their house having a little dinner party and uh, and... My good friend Dave was shocked to hear when Sasha declared that she loved Kendall Roy. Everybody, people dropped their forks. Everyone, but like Dave in particular was a little outraged. He was, he was like, "You like him?" Like, and he got, he got into a little, he got a little combative. Got a little combative. And and and, and you, you held strong and you committed to your love of this character. No, no pun intended. I held strong. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Oh, held wow. strong. Wow, <laughs> I'll intend that pun Very for nice. you Very on nice. your behalf. And then I asked Dave, "What is your favorite character?" And he said. Connor, and then the conversation was over because why would anybody like oldest Connor? Brother. Yeah, the oldest, yeah. most boring. I mean, I love Dave, but he is a little mentally ill for saying he loves Connor the most. I mean, what what kind of weird person says that? Like, I I lost like like a good twelve percent of respect that I have, and I've known this <laughs> this man for over twenty years. Not we're, Connor. We're, no, no, no. I've no, D- Dave. Yeah. I've known him for my <laughs> half of my life. We're, we're we're the best of friends. I, I feel like I know him better than I know myself. And I am thoroughly disgusted by his. Yeah, uh, we're his, not here to talk about Dave. We're, we're, we're not here to talk. I, I swear, it's good. It's good to, to set the scene. Set in the scene. I want to make a clarification too. Or I want to have you make this clarification. But first, for those who don't know, uh, can you just explain Succession? Yeah, Succession is uh, Emmy winning, blah 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 show that is very hard to place in genre like is this a comedy is this a drama and they're still ongoing i think it's part of like the mythos of succession as the people still can't figure out which one is it mm-hmm. cuz it's not a dramedy in the classic way like rami or shrill would be dramedy it's a 1 hour long show that has it's basically satire on rich people in specifically the world the world of like the mogul father and his children. So very King Lear set, set in the world of Robert, uh, Rupert Mur- Murdoch. Yeah, like yeah. a Murdoch family where, you know, it's really strong, powerful media empire. And mm-hmm. then what do you do with your kids? Yeah. Type of is kind of the story. So that's yeah, the, like, the generational wealth looms over every mm-hmm. move that they make because they're a billionaire family. So they're, and they're also kind of new money. I, I like, I like that they don't get too much into the new money, old money thing. Um, but, but they're definitely like Logan Roy, the fought, the patriarch is a self-made man oh, he, and he's, right. he's built this huge empire, you know, like, like, like it's worth so much money and has so much influence over the world. And, you know, it's called succession because initially he was going to retire because he's getting old and kind of, uh, you know, maybe a little dementia, uh, losing control. And it was about how he's going to leave the business to his warring children, his children who are just, you know, always ready to slit each other's throats at, at, at you know, every But corner. not so much Kendall until he's provoked. I would argue that Kendall is not intentionally wrote throat slitting until he's reminded of how hurt he is by his family and then he goes into defense i believe in the good of kendall roy i believe that deep inside he was programmed to be a good person and his nature his natural instinct uh to be loving and empathetic and then he got really fucked by nurture and this is why there's always demons struggling in front like in him and he gets pulled from i love my father and i'll do anything for him to stay alive even in later episodes, even in the current season, to I will fucking want to destroy all my siblings. Yeah, I, well, well, I think here's my take on Kendall Roy. Is, well, is before that, we even get there, 
just hold your take. I want to. I want to make sure I know what's going on in Sasha's head. Mm. Please. I think it's going to be important to even frame everything that's going on. Yeah, because right now she's her eyes are completely white and she's (laughs) mumbling artifact statements. But are you saying you love Kendall Roy as Mm -hmm. a writer? And a ri- and you love rich characters, well written characters that you love, Kendall Roy, or that the person, if he was not a character but a person, both. For real, like, I see that. Both, yeah, I love that because I think it's that that, is that crazy. It's both. I like, yeah, sure, I like him because the rich character is the most interesting. I think of all of them th- times uh, fifty, but like I don't know what hundred, but times the fifty for sure because they're all great. <laughs> Maybe fifty one. Fifty one, <laughs> just you know, to get the vote in the right swing in the right direction but i also believe that like if i met him whatever that would be this like fantastic universe i would still see the good in him like i I would still meet him and i'd be like you're fucked but you're a good fucking person okay so it's not like emperor palpatine where i'm like oh i love that character but oh i would that's interesting. I don't think he's a good guy. I, I never even, I didn't even assume that that you like the character as a person if it exi- if that yeah. person existed in reality. See, now is it that you like that person or that you have empathy, empathy. for that person? A lot of empathy because there's a difference. I, between well, you- well, I think there's a lot of different feelings, and to sort through them, we'll need to invite a circle of therapists. Um, Not because just a there's. Square. Yeah, because there's a lot of feelings that I have. Like, I definitely have pity for him. I have a lot of empathy. I have, um, I mean, there's just so many feelings. Like, I, I am joyful when he is happy. I feel like I laugh when he is being trying, you know, trying to be like hip, but instead he is super awkward. Like, I, I just respond to this kind of person in the way that, like, I feel like he is. A family member I never had, but in the way I always did. Like, I feel like I'm familiar with that kind of person in a different context. And so I I just, I see the good in him. There's no other way mm. to put it. I look at him and I'm like, I see through all the horrible things you do, but I see them as like you defending yourself. And like whatever you form of defending yourself from trauma you learned as a four-year-old, you're using it now as a 40-year-old. But your instincts in the first place are always to be united with his siblings and to have a chance to reunite with his father and give his father a chance to live long, healthy life, unlike other siblings in the show. Right. <clears throat> Here's my take on the thing. Is that is that L- Logan, the patriarch, raised all of his kids, but raised Kendall in particular to become a killer just like him. Like in his mind, when the, when when Kendall's a little boy, he's raising him to become the heir, you know, to, to the throne. And so he's teaching him how to be like him. But I think Kendall's flaw is that he's incapable of being the the super predator killer that his father Flying is. Flying his father's eyes, not in our eyes. Well, 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 well I, I think he's just he's just incapable mentally. He's just like some people are great like gardeners. Other people can paint pictures. Like he just is not a killer. Like he's not a predator. But he he's tried his whole life to become a predator, and so he has predatory um, attributes, and he carries himself as a predator. But he's really not 
truly he doesn't have sharpened teeth you know like like he's he, he's always kind of faking and ironically instead of the father raising an heir apparent the father raised all of his kids to 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 be just like dying for the acceptance of the father like fealty to the to the king and so I think that he is entirely motivated not by because he doesn't. I don't think he likes killing. Like a predator enjoys, he does not. lives for killing. You know, like 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 doing the deal, crushing your opponent, like Shiv does. Yeah, yeah. It, it, mm-hmm. Like I think other characters do, but 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 I th- I think he doesn't actually enjoy that. And so what he he the the joy that he gets out of. Um, uh, his work and, and like his career is the acceptance from his father, right? That's all he cares about. And, and, and so, all like, he cares about ever. Yeah, and if he could just get acceptance from his father and love from his father, and he wouldn't have to be a killer, he'd be a much happier person. But I think because so he's all, he's trained to be this assassin, so many of the bad attributes like personality attributes and you know like like because he's an asshole he's, and a, it, he's a, a manslaughterer he, he's a poser he's a complete yeah. fake poser like like he's, he's, he's just like yo greg what's kicking man like oh you're, you've been on instagram all day like like you know he, he's, mm-hmm. just, he's just full of shit he's, but he's com- looking for love non-stop because he never got it from his father and of yeah. course he never got it from his mother the worst character on the show um most boring character on yeah. the show but he never got it from his father the only person he ever cared about and so, yeah, if, if if his father indeed singled him out of all the siblings early on and made him believe, which is what constantly Logan does, like even in season three, he does this thing of like, as soon as they get close to one another physically, he tries to like just fuck with Kendall and he does the switch of like, or I like to keep you close, he tells him. I want you to feel better. I want you to be close to me. Like he does this thing and you just immediately it's mind see. Games. The mind yeah. fucks as the show. And he every time Yeah, that. and he immediately candle every single time he buys into it, he immediately melts and all that facade, this awkward facade that he's built, it just melts, it shells off and then you see just this like pulsating heart underneath it, like hurting hurting young child. He crumbles into a young kid every time he's near his father yeah it stammers and mm-hmm. yeah well I'll, I'll give my take on kendall because i think what you're all saying is is correct and it is kind of funny too how he is obviously set up by his father to be the the heir and connor's just a lost cause <laughs> like i mean seriously he, he he's just like all right you're even from a different mother you're just this this, this something else you're yeah, not he, ever going to be a part of it and he never trained him to be a killer to, to take over the throne oh, yeah, like he, like, never he gave up it. early on he, but but like he saw in kendall like like okay there's a possibility that this one because like in in one stroke he wants to raise somebody who's who's completely um you know uh, uh loyal and and shows fealty and kisses the ring right like he demands that of, of his kids and everybody around him everyone's got to kiss the ring but i think subconsciously logan what he his ultimate goal is to raise a lion that's going to one day kill him and like slit his throat and take the throne someone who's strong like him and a leader like it like, like from this psychopathic sociopathic state of mind mastermind about, yeah just mm-hmm. like 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 so, so, someone who 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 get, he gets off on like crushing people and destroying people and winning yeah you know? spoilers <clears throat> all around for the show obviously but uh i think uh, for logan season one if kendall would have defeated him i think that's best case scenario for logan he would have enjoyed that he would have mm. that's actually what he wanted but the fact that kendall couldn't 
uh, do it. And I think there's a couple reasons why I couldn't do it. One is, of course, his heart. I do think he is. Doesn't isn't that killer? But I also think he's the guy who just can't take the ball the final yard to the touchdown because he's a fuck up. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's just his heart. I think he's a guy who just can't do it. We and we see those people who are really capable. They can take the ball so far to use a football metaphor, even though I'm not a football fan. But D- lean into it. He's the guy who at the ten yard line. Oh yeah, only ten. Always, go. he will get you there, but mm-hmm. can't complete it. Something about it breaks him down, and he gives into his addictions or his uh, compassion, whatever it is. He is. It's the most uh, uh, sad thing because you have somebody who, yeah, you. You're there. You, He's trained to do it. He knows. He has this the knowledge of like how to talk to Stewie or whatever. Like he can, like he can do those things. Well, well, I think what it comes down to is like some people aren't leaders. Some people are really good at being, you know, not the, a follower, but like a lieutenant. And like not everybody is meant to be the king. And I think he, but like I think in his mind, Jay thinks he is the king. By in, the way, in, oh, well, of course, <laughs> I'm the fucking king. But uh, but but so like you know he. He would be a good lieutenant, but he he's only he he doesn't care about being a lieutenant or the work or the or the, or like the bloodlust that you get from like making a deal and crushing other your opponents. Mm-hmm. All he wants is the dad's uh, uh, acceptance and praise, and he knows the only way for him to do that is to become the king. He's like he, he's and like, to attack his siblings. He's and like to my be a da- dick. Well, I don't think. Yeah, yes. I, I think the father gets a gets a sadistic pleasure out of seeing the, the the kids fight, and he expects it. Like he knows, like oh my children. Not only are they like on the verge of cutting my throat, but they're going to cut each other's throats. Like it's like they're in Egypt and you know, like a thousand BC, and it's, and it's just the pharaoh and their fucking crazy yeah. kids and the court. You know, I, I mean, like uh, it, it's certainly like a modern telling of like this classic story, like King Lear. Like you're, you're like you're. you're yeah, like, of course. Like, I mean, I always said Kendall Roy, like from beginning before the New Yorker article that says that Jeremy Strong does not like like the fact that this is a comedy he is in. And he, he doesn't like. Wait, he doesn't. No, he he says, yeah, it's drama. Like he 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 laughs and like he hates the fact when people say it's comedy. And like the interviewer even himself was like, it's comedy you're in, and he's like, no, it's not. What makes you say that? And so he, of course, takes it like he's the, and I always, he plays it as a Hamlet, which is what Adam McKay say, says that about him. And I always said Kendall Roy is a tragic Shakespearean character. It's like. He is like, he's almost like you would identify with him and you suffer through his pain. He is not other people most of the time in the show, which is to me is by by the way, is like the dramatic, like drama long version of Veep in some way. But in Veep, you rarely feel for any of the characters. It's also satire, but of politics. I never feel for the characters, right? You enjoy laughing at them the same way you do at like uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia in succession where you don't care about anybody's well-being, you enjoy them suffer. I hurt when I see Kendall suffer. I really do. He's the only one. And that's why I still think no matter how storylines work out and maybe like Romulus, maybe he's like more of a main character sort of in season three in terms of like he's pushing story forward. It's still the identification and the empathy 
I believe the viewer has for Kendall that makes Kendall number one. In well, this he's also the only world. one of the siblings that like experiences depression and like on screen that makes you think like, oh, he's a deeper thinker. Like he's always introspective because he's going into these dark modes. But he he's he's clearly got a bigger emotional range than his siblings. Like 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 you're never gonna see Shiv, you know, break down. Or if you do, you're like, oh my god, you she's do. like she's cracking through a shell. But mm-hmm. like you you spend a lot more time with Kendall like in his darkest moments, like in a recent episode, there's like the the episode ends with him just like laying in a pool, like, like with a beer, like kind of drunk passed out in the pool and just staring into oblivion. Like you don't see those, those moments of like existential crisis with the other kids. So he's, he's very clearly like the protagonist of the, of the show, but, but, but but it is interesting that like, it's a protagonist that is never going to win it's like a, like an impotent protagonist because like you could I could never see the show of being like and then Kendall kicked ass and he did really never. good. He's destined it's, to fail. He's yeah. destined but to that's fail. That's not what like, satire. It, yeah. Satire or Shakespearean tragedy. Neither of those genres would allow the protagonist to win. Yeah, it's the whole point of Shakespearean tragedy is the character is gonna fucking just fuck his mom and kill his dad. And in every play, too. It's a little we, weird yeah, that, and we're that yet all to, he does yeah. in all of his plays. Medea like, like, fucked her dad. The fuck? It's kind of like Stephen King and yeah. the, the child sex and stuff. So. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, oh. By the way, any of the listeners, <laughs> if you want to read the book It, like, uh, like, like uh, maybe skip over that one. Like, uh, like, 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 it's an amazing book, don't get me wrong. But there are, like, some gnarly scenes of, like, 12-year-olds, like, having graphic sex in the book. I mean, You're like, you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like, Jesus Christ. No, like, Stephen <laughs> King is... Is like pulling the strings of the darkest human like places in of the human himself. soul. He's yeah. also when he was drunk and all coked up, he was he was getting into some weird subconscious. I'm here shit. to tell you that he's still doing <laughs> it in his recent works where you don't find him doing cocaine, like as far as we know, to write that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's no, no, no. Fucking... He, no, he's he's been sober for a while, but like when he wrote it. And like some of the, like I wonder if he would write him. Maybe he would. I mean, would. Stephen King's a wild guy, but like another but, person but, I love. But he definitely he goes off the deep end with that kind of stuff sometimes. Yeah, you do, you just <laughs> hey, better on paper than on a rap sheet paper. Mm. I heard well someone said. saying that like that, that Stephen King, like the Stephen King formula is like is like make a make a like a contemporary reference to like an iPhone or whatever, and Always. then and then say like like an old fashioned thing like 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 whoa oh, that gobbledygook you know, and, and then say something really perverted and disgusting like like it's like it's like it's, it's very it's simplifying. Like, and it's like so Bill so Bill picked up his iPhone and he had all this gobbledygook all over his hand, and then he saw the woman with her like breast being cut off and like you know being strangled the death you know like it's like what it works f- i i like had that. multiple feelings listening yeah to that, 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 that 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 like yeah. that combination of like of like like newfangled device old time he's like he's always going like his character's always like gee willikers mr mr smith okay like, jay you don't read enough uh Stephen King to be making this very aggressive statement. I've read about many man. Stephen King books, like like uh, back long when ago. in the eighties you read him. Yeah, and I still remember them. Unlike gee you, willikers the metaverse is really come tastic now come <laughs> suck my cock oh my god are we like destroy all man i love <laughs> i uh yeah i don't mean to call him out uh, but here i am you calling him out yeah anyway i appreciate those parts of it but sasha let's say kendall roy mm-hmm. he's standing at a party the real kendall mm. roy he's standing at a party not the actor not the character kendall roy like the real embodiment of this mm-hmm. person but. and and yeah and he's uh sitting there alone you know staring at his beer at this let's say it's a hollywood mm-hmm. party 
what do you do? You gonna go up to him? You gonna no, talk but to him? I will watch from close, up close, mm-hmm. and I will see him do the thing that Kendall does, which is fuck up. And others are gonna laugh at him or hate him or tell him to fuck off. And I'll look at him and I'll be tell to myself, I fucking understand you. Like you tried, you reached, and your hand was just cut off. Like you are around wrong people because you always choose to be around wrong people. And you don't have the skills that were just castrated from you. The skills to interact with other human beings early on. Do you think if his family got wiped off the planet, mm-hmm. let's say some accident, is he better off or worse off? Happier. Happier. See, like, the things about Kendall that point also in the direction of, like, he is not a bad person. And I know it shouldn't be, like, the method of, um, like what do you call it? like like you like you see the negative like oh he's not like a rapist but here's the thing Kendall Roy could be a crazy man who is just like hurting women right and left and he like sticks with the same woman after you know like not with his mother of his children because whatever happened there but he has this like woman that he and, and like he's committed to her and i know this is not something to praise him for because many people are monogamous but i feel like that's like one little sign that like he was programmed to love and to be with somebody and share share himself with somebody or or we just haven't seen the 30 years of him partying and just like banging everybody and like getting divorced because he was probably cheating on his wife and like you know like we Maybe. haven't seen all that it stuff. Was, we yeah, haven't seen it some we haven't stuff going on with yeah that's why yeah yeah but do we see how she still likes him there's still some feelings there and why is that if he was that terrible i don't believe that she yeah. would be well, the yeah. Ex, yeah I mean that's good evidence is like the ex-wife if, if she's if she's willing to let him come into the house and set up all the lawyers in an emergency like like that like you know he, he's probably not that bad of a guy deep down but but like she knows probably better than anybody that that he's like forever fucked like 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 I mean you have to wait until his dad dies and even then it's like I don't know if it's, he's gonna change for the better I think he's like too tainted by his father's no, poison and he's ill like he's also taste tainted taint is a great word every time I'm, I use it. I'm happy, but also um, he he also like you know is ill. He's ill with addiction, and he's always gonna keep coming back for self medicating. But there's also the, just like the scenes, even season three, where conveniently for Kendall, what seems like his dad is falling apart. He's like about to have a heat stroke or heart attack, and all you see is just Kendall wanting to save his dad and he's like in the worst place in terms of their relationship and all he wants to do is not to make a deal with adrian brody's character but he just wants for his dad to live and him and romulus the roman like they're both like that um like they're really not they don't want their father to die and again it's it sucks like when i hear myself talk and i know that about how i feel about kendall roy it's that i say like oh he's not a monster like he's 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 a, not a horrible monster. He's like a medium monster. But I think it's like given what I imagine is the trauma that he's been just run through his whole childhood is what makes me think that like he was meant to be a good person. If maybe weak and needed support and stay healthy and off the drugs. But other than that, empathetic person who loves his siblings and always tries to bring them together. But they keep fucking him over and his dad. 
He's better than them. I would say, yeah, he does try. He does want to like be the peacemaker and 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 just to say, hey, you know, brothers and sister, like 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 we're a team. But he also wants to be like we're a team, and I'm your leader. Well, that's and, when he turns into. That's the only way my dad would love it, though, if I'm the leader. But I think also, like, mm. in the back of his head, he's like, I've been groomed. Like, like, it's that thing. He's been groomed to be the leader and to be the, to, to be the heir apparent. Um, but and like he, everybody knows that, like, Kendall was always the one that like dad had all his faith in to, 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 to be the next dad. But they all know like he's 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 all flawed and like like they know him too well. They're like, You're, you'll never be that because we know you better than you know you. Um and, and, and he reveals himself every time. Like, like he almost had all of his siblings, spoiler alert, in season three, he almost had all the siblings. They were gathered together in his daughter's bedroom, you know, very telling the staging of the scene in like the kid's bedroom. And, and, and he has them all together. And he basically convinces them that like, let's all team up and kill dad. Like he, he's, he's, but then he loses them all when he lets them know like, oh yeah, and I'll be the guy in charge. And like, it'll be me. Like it's not, it, it's, it's not going to be a collective like like commune of power sharing it's going to be me being the overlord and all of them are like i'm out like i'm back with dad like you and know, also dad. isn't that when they get pretty soon what could be poison donuts from dad yeah dad sends some donuts over because they're, they're meeting there secretly and, and and the brilliance of the dad is like send them all some donuts so, like so they know that like they're he reminded knows. they're reminded of his presence and they're reminded that, that like he's he's always around the corner and like watching them and, and step and, ahead you know and, and like like i know you're conspiring against me yeah. like like have some fucking donuts and it scares the shit out of all of them like i think they were already resigned to not teaming up to kill dad but like that donut like gesture just seals the deal and they all run and by the way not to kill dad but you know well to to figuratively kill dad to to, to team up take him out of power and usurp the throne it's a fucking bear hug yeah and just um just to (laughs) probably before we go to ratings just the final thing yeah i i you know maybe it's like just telling that i recognize in this person like a kind of man that i like maybe grew up with my family but um, I am trained, like, like we all are since we we're little, like we have our things. And Kendall's thing is that he just always wanted his father's love. And my thing is always there to recognize um, a person's goodness behind like their attempt to come off, um, I don't know, evil. I, all, all I see is just, it's, it's just because he's hurting so much. That's why. That's why he becomes a dick, and that's and he's looking for those skills and trying to acquire skills that he just doesn't have. So, shut up! I love Kendall Roy. I think we should go to the ratings, Joe. How do ratings work? How do they work? Well, this is how they work. We're gonna rate. Maybe Kendall Jay will Roy. explain. You you want me to try this time? Because right, like, yeah, yeah. I'm Chewbacca, so I, like I feel like I should I should mm-hmm. I should Joy. try. That. All right. Here's how the rating systems work. <laughs> this one, so not the, the, multiple. Not all of them, just this one. Here's how the rating system works. Uh, we pick something and then grade it. So, like like we establish like like a like a, a base or like a control group of of taste and opinions through us associating a number with something else, whether that's a person or a movie. <laughs> and then what we do is, is we take the subject of the podcast and we associate that with a number. And, some, and somehow the, the the corollary between those two things elicits like like like, like a new truth. There's like a synthesis created synthesis. from thesis and antithesis colliding creates synthesis. 
ejaculates to a little bit. Ejaculative synthesis. That's one way to explain it. And for those of you, I think I think some of, you, confused, I think some of your I'll viewers are like are like I finally get it. Like, like <laughs> it's been 125 episodes, and I finally get it. <laughs> well, I am gonna rate Kendall Roy based off of uh, I'm gonna use Stuntman Mike. Stuntman Mike is another character. I'm gonna use a fictional character from the movie Death Proof, Quentin Tarantino's eighth film, Death Proof. That would be. Um, uh, Kurt, uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, yeah. Kurt Russell in the role as Stuntman Mike. He is a killer who essentially uses a car instead of a knife. And, and he kills exclusively women. Yes, yeah. which is what I which adore is, about him. <laughs> <laughs> We're all adore about him. Uh, and I think he's a, a somewhat apt because he's somebody who we see a lot of sides of in the movie. One, you do see, you see his charming side. You see his destructive side and you see his scared and childlike and injured side in the movie. And I love Stuntman Mike. Stuntman, that's one of my favorite characters ever. One, because just Kurt Russell is amazing. But uh, it is because in that movie you do see him as like, he is. he has the capability to be so charming to these women. So charming that he gets a lap dance. From someone who would never want to give him a lap dance, he he's just a cool guy, and certainly has mm-hmm. is kind of old school fading out, and has that tragic side to him in that first uh, sequences we see of him. But then you see him become this killer, mm-hmm. and he's so capable of it, and he's a wolf. Um, but then when he loses, you see he's just like a baby. He's just a baby who doesn't want to get hurt is afraid and i love seeing that gamut of uh emotions on this guy and i'm gonna give stuntman mike's gotta be a 10 Mm -hmm. he's an he's an amazing character understandable uh kendall roy i i do he's probably the reason why i'm watching the show now season three i didn't watch a lot of season two uh just because i fell off no real reason but season three, watching I'm like that Kurt Russell. That's why I was watching so, too many Kurt Russell movies. So sorry, does that mean that you watched? You haven't watched like six episodes, and you just jumps back into season three without having seen the yeah the gap. Yeah. He's fine. That's completely insane. It is, but there's only so much time, and I was like, if I tell myself I'm going to like fine. catch up season two and season three, I'll never watch it. No, but if I just jump in. I will actually watch it. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I just, I just I wanted to point that out that it was completely insane. It insanity. felt insane, but then we're I said, you know what? People were talking about the birth the, too much birthday episode. I was like, I'm going to watch this episode. Yeah, because if so you're I telling me that. like I'm going to watch like chunks of like Cheers season three and then Cheers season eight, I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. There's not it's, a, it's not a linear yeah. storyline yeah, going on. This is a serialized but, show. Uh, but, we, but, know, we know but, that. But, but, but like big, I mean, respect. It's, I love it. It's a little insane, but I. it was the only way I could do it. But you saw the the best episode of all time, which I think is the of, the, of Succession, is the Kendall's birthday episode, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. great, great episode mm-hmm. at showing him. And uh, I just get upset when he's not in a lot of any episode because he mm-hmm. is the heart. He is the best out of all the kids. You know, Roman's mm-hmm. awful. Like if I met Roman, mm-hmm. I would be thinking about how I could get him killed mm-hmm. and get away with it. Mm-hmm. And Shiv is just like a lost cause yeah just the c word yeah Mm -hmm. the h word 
<laughs> What's that? You said the C word cause because he said lost cause. Yeah. And Connor, Connor's C-word. arguably the most dangerous because <laughs> he's an idiot. Uh, yeah. An idiot with a lot of money. And uh, he with- could be the least dangerous or the most dangerous of them all. It's weird it's because his dad, his dad like kind of cuddles him. Like he cuddles him because he's always like, Connor, are you okay, son? What's going on? Like, you know, he knows he's like the idiot son. If no one else existed in his family, if they disappeared mm-hmm. off the face of the earth, Connor's harmless. Because he's just a dumb guy, right? But he he's like has a bunch of Dick Cheney's around him, and mm. he's the George Bush, yeah. And that's scary to Great have point. that many Dick so Cheney's. So it's Dave around. J for loving Connor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. is a Bush. He is. I don't think it's even an any. He, it's obviously he's Bush. He, he's what you would call a fail son, and yeah, George Bush older Junior, son too, who's supposed to be the yeah. yeah. But like, think about George Bush Junior. I mean, the, he named him George Bush. He, that was the one, and he is the fail son. And it's like somehow the fail son, the guy who's the most inept, like like not business savvy, not like a brilliant mind or politician or anything. Like he just gets like kind of given the the seat, the you know yeah, the central seat. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, Connor, Connor. I mean, the easy thing to compare him to is Trump, but like, I think, yeah, I, I agree. He's a lot more like George Bush Jr. So how much? Yeah. So Kendall? Kendall Roy, I'm gonna give him a seven. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll give him an eight. Oh, thank you. And that's made because me feel warm inside compared I, to Mad Dog Mike, who is uh, who is uh, a ten. Uh, stuntman. Stuntman. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, because I do like, do you want to see these characters in writing too? It's like, oh, this is it a character if you can think how they would be at a funeral, mm-hmm. wedding, first day on the job, like all those places. And it, 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 would that seem fun? And yeah, I do think Kendall would be, uh, it's like Roman would be fun, let's say, but it would be kind of tiresome. Cringy. Almost, mm-hmm. Yeah, almost like one uh, dimensional. Mm-hmm. Kendall Roy, there's a lot to there. So I do think it's a great character. I don't know if I love him as a person the mm-hmm. way you do, but no one does. certainly as a character. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, my take on this is I, at first I was going to compare him to. No, no, no you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with my, my instincts. Um, if, Always. If AJ Soprano uh, from The Sopranos, but in the show he's Soprano, but from The Sopranos TV show. Anyway. Um, AJ Soprano uh, is Tony's fail son. Um, and Tony's like, you know, mob boss, like head of the New Jersey mafia, yada, yada, goes through many trials and tribulations. But it's very clear that like he's not trying to raise AJ to be like him. Like, 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 like AJ is just like a normal kid. He's really insecure. He's not that smart. He's not that suave. He doesn't have the killer in him. And it's interesting to compare him to Kendall Roy. Cause it's almost AJ Soprano is like what, um, if, 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 uh, he's a lot more like Connor, I suppose. Right. But, 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 but he, but in the Sopranos, he's the only son. So he, he would be the, the, the only heir available. Um, so he more raises Meadow up to be a little bit closer to him in mindset, I think, than 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 AJ. But anyway, so if, if AJ as a character is like, let's face it, like a seven, like 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 AJ Soprano is kind of like he's not that he's not the reason you watch the Sopranos, but he's an element of it. Um, sim- similar situation, just different moves by the father with Logan Roy and Kendall Roy. I would call Kendall Roy. Uh, more of an eight and a half. He, he he's more of like a he's more, and it's not because I like him. I'm more judging him on just I, I'm interested in the character. Mm-hmm. Like I actually despise him. I think he's sure. a terrible Most person. Most people do. And um, I have very little empathy for him because he is also a murderer as as we're, manslaughterer. 
manslaughterer like <laughs> like <laughs> you don't want him like like potatoes when, potatoes when you're stuck in like a room and shit's on fire you don't want to be in a room with him because he's probably not going to help no, you. no you pull him out though You'll put a mask on him. I mean, I would like to think I'd pull him out because I think I'm a better person than him. But like, you, I'm just saying, like, if you're going to get stuck in an emergency situation with someone, please, God, not Kendall Roy. Right. I, like, yeah, if you're on a, a weekend trip and you're like, hey, honey, don't no. like, don't be alone in a no, dire by situation no means. with Kendall yeah. Roy. If you're, in the, if you're in the movie Deliverance and you're Burt Reynolds and like, Good you man. don't want Kendall Roy to be on your team because he's not going to help you. He's just going to fuck shit up and he's probably going to lead to us being like murdered by the hillbillies, you know, but and, like, and you're Burt Reynolds. So you're like, you don't need that shit weighing you down. <laughs> All right. I'll go finally. Um, last and most important. So... I just want to make it clear. I don't want a person like Kendall Roy in my life. I don't want it to be my brother, sure? husband, son, uh, friend. I don't want that person in my life. Podcast co-host. Podcast co-host, God, yeah, Chewbacca. Yeah. I don't want anything, any of that. My pet. No, nothing. Um, but I do, like from two feet away, if I'm watching him from three feet away, I see what's happening in his heart. And I see that little kid in him who was hurt. This is why I like him. And I think he's a good person. And I will stand by it at me on Instagram and Twitter. Wait, you, you didn't give your, your, uh, your I'm, reviews. I'm about to. Why, okay. why are you so... <laughs> well, I thought you were wrapping up. I thought you were doing plugs. I'm like, hold on a second. <laughs> and so you can at me on Instagram and Twitter about how much I love Kendall Roy. But here's what I'm going to say here. I wanted to go basic and pre all people uh, compared him to Barry, right? Because it is kind of like the Barry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not going to because Barry is good, but... I don't want to waste my time. I'll do something more important for a show that deserves much more shout out than Barry. Brand new cherry flavor. Another show where mm. the main character is anti-hero and it's a female played by Rosa Salazar. One of the most amazing shows I've seen recently. Everybody go on Netflix, find it on Netflix, brand new cherry flavor. They'll hide it from you. If you like any horror film, anything, check it out. It's a bunker show about what we thought it's not, you know, super compared. Like, it's not a Kendall Roy in like, a female form by any means. It's, But it's an antihero who we learn about is, like, crazy things about. And we realize she's the baddest of them all. That kind of show. And I would give Rosa Salazar, um, like, I mean, her character Lisa Nova. I'm sorry, not the actor, which is great. Who's great. But I'll give Lisa Nova in um, Brand New Cherry Flavor an 8. Because even though she's really strong, um, like she she's a fun antihero to watch. The way you all, Joe Cabello and Jay Hunter, watch Kendall Roy, but you don't like him, right? You don't like one, like you don't feel for him. I don't feel for Rosa Salazar's character. Okay. I don't feel for Lisa Noah. So that's why I give her eight because she's an awesome female badass antihero to watch, and I highly recommend that show. Because I feel love and empathy for Kendall Roy, I'll give him fucking ten. Break the scale, 11 if you want, but as high as it can get, I'm going to give it to him. Great, great character. One of the best ones of all time. Shut up, I love Kendall Roy. Knocked it out of the park. Kendall Roy, Kendall Roy on, on the board, well. on the on the Hall of Fame board. Yeah. And, yeah, brand new cherry flavor got shut out twice on this podcast. It should be keep get because nobody's watching past episodes. It's quite yeah. have you seen it yet, Joe? I haven't. I've been I've been aware of it, but I haven't seen it. I, I don't watch say, a lot of TV. I, I gotta I gotta say, I gotta say, pretty good, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, Jay Hunter. Bit, before yeah, Jay Hunter, anything going on with you? Anything you want to share in your life? Anything? Uh nothing I wanna share. 
if you want to do something with your life other than just like wasting away on the couch every day and just slowly dying, um, wow. you should give your do yourself a favor and listen to Podween Satan, the greatest podcast <laughs> in the world about the greatest band in the world. That band is Ween. Um, Joe. What is going on with you? Uh, I rarely plug this, but I'm going to plug it now. I have another podcast that I co-host called Beat It Movie Reviews. It's a movie review podcast, so if you like my That's thoughts right. on movies or other things, uh, go check it out. Just search Beat It Movie Reviews. And also go on jocabello.com and see what's going on Do there. it. Do it. Thank you. <laughs> you know what? what? I, like, I, I, I kind of want to just, just Google beat it movies and see what kind of movies come up. Like, like if I just do beat it and then movies, like, and just do A lot of, uh, what's his name? Uh, Stephen King uh, movies where <laughs> yeah. the children beat it together. Uh, <laughs> terrible, terrible. Um, but callback nonetheless. And a callback makes it all better. Go read Stephen King, go watch Brand New Cherry Flavor, listen to Podwin Satan, and look up Beat It with Joe Cabello. Thank you, Elizabeth Salute, for the artwork. Thank you, Mr. Owl. What a great person for this amazing track. And thank you for listening. Fuck off. <laughs>